Hi, it's Lola here with TheSmokingProfit.com. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. Feel free to check out TheSmokingProfit.com for more from me and subscribe to my text list by texting the word BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E, to the number 31996. Why should you do this? Because I'm legit awesome. No, seriously, because I believe everyone deserves to live their best life and everything I do supports that. I curate some really dope information and I send out free resources and hacks to help you with life so that you can live life and live life better so that you can do life and do life better. TheSmokingProfit.com explores the subjects of spirituality, creativity, culture, society, and more in a super easy way. So yeah, check it out. What I want to talk to you about today is seven ways to cultivate your creativity. And if you believe that you're not a creative person and this message doesn't apply to you, I just want to tell you that it does because everyone has the ability to create something and bring something new into the world and bring something new into their surroundings and their environment. So yes, listen in. This message is for people that believe they're not creative and it's also for the people that I um, designate with this term, this noun, creatives. People that just have this innate ability to bring things together, to bring um, visions to pass very effortlessly. So yeah, enjoy. Number seven on the list of seven ways to cultivate your creativity is be inspired by others. Don't steal their work. Creativity is never copied. However, creativity is always inspired by something. Copying is plagiarism. True creativity can be inspired by a need. You can identify a problem or an opportunity and create a solution. It can be inspired by something existing, a song may inspire you to write a beautiful poem and may inspire you to paint a a glorious picture or you could see a a business policy or procedure if you're something like a consultant and say, hey, I've identified a better way to do this. It can be inspired by a thought. It can be inspired by a feeling. Creativity can be inspired by your emotions. You can see a gross injustice and be deeply saddened or moved and angered by it, or um, invigorated by it. You know, life can come into you to take charge and to do something into, in that situation. You know, feelings can help to inspire creativity too. So I say all of that to support this. Creativity is always inspired, but not, um, you know, not copied. We don't want to plagiarize people's stuff. I find inspiration in many things, statements, books, works of art, music, people, conversations, places, all sorts of stuff. While it's good to be inspired, there's a huge difference between using these things as an artistic launching pad for your own creativity and savagely stealing someone else's intellectual property. We don't want to steal other people's work. If your work is similar to that of someone else as a result of your inspiration or the inspiration you received, it doesn't hurt your brand, your image, your name, your reputation to reference them. But it does look bad if you are found to be what I call a plagiarizing pirate or a copycat. If you find you're not comfortable sharing your inspiration, this may be an indicator that you should work towards producing something a bit more original. Number six, connect with creative people. I love connecting with other creatives because I see it as an invitation to join them in their work and that stirs me up. I also like 
connecting with others that feel they aren't creative because I like to pull that out of them. Moreover, I found that connecting with others and connecting with creative people, these types of associations are a sure way to spark and stir creativity, excuse me, creative energy in everyone that's involved. If you don't have a group of creatives you can physically link up with, take advantage of the lack of limitations social media offers and connect with a the group there. In one click of a little button, you can access some really amazing people from all over the world. Number five, journal about your creative experiences. I love this one, by the way. Keep track of the activities you started, your progress, what you stopped, and what you've completed. And then be sure to add like a short memo about the mood of your day or anything significant, positive, or negative that may have happened. This is going to help you identify and discover what inhibits and also what motivates your creative flow so that you can identify your best practices and also identifying those things that don't work, you can mix them and get them out of the way so that you can flow and create wonderfully. Number four, listen to music while you work. As you work, listening to instrumentals, soaking music, um, spontaneous songs, prophetic worship to help build an atmosphere conducive to creating. One evening, I had to do something. I needed to write something and write it very quickly. But it was the end of the day, and honestly, my brain was fried. I was legit drained. So I used a song to help um, pull the frustrations that my soul had encountered out that day and pull the frustrations and, and the stuff that I had dealt with in my mind that day to just pull it out so that I could do what I needed to do. The song is Tyler Richardson's Selah Moment. And the song is basically him humming over instrumentals. It's amazing. But the song really, really helped, helped me to connect with um, my spirit and write as I needed to. Number three, develop your natural gifts. Naturally, I, like probably many of you, have all sorts of creative gifts inside of me. But natural ability isn't everything. Natural talent doesn't mean that you'll never need any training or instruction. If you're wise, you'll seek to always develop and increase your skill sets. Also, if you've had training, this doesn't mean that you don't need anything to further perfect your skills and your gifts. As quickly as things progress now, continued learning is necessary to stay current and relevant. You'll also find that as you perfect your gift, it's going to allow it to flow better. So work with wisdom. Don't expend any unnecessary energy and vex your innovative flow trying to figure out how to do something when you can avoid this by taking a little time in advance to learn. Number two, be who you were created to be. As mentioned earlier, there are people that are just creatives. That's their gift. Um, but again, everyone has the ability to create. Everyone has the ability to do it on some level. What I found surprising is in the Bible, God actually talks about creative people. I was super de-duper shocked. So in Exodus 31, God directed Moses to enlist two men, Bezalel and Aholiab, to help him. 
to help Moses bring this vision that God had given him into existence. So they were specifically chosen by God because they were skilled craftsmen. They were creatives. How dope is that? So if you aren't able to fashion or craft your vision, hire a creative, you know, let someone help you. And if you are a great creative, it's totally cool to collaborate and partner with others. It's actually necessary for your creative process. You need to bounce ideas off of people. You need to be able to experiment. You need to be able to get insight from others that are gifted in areas that maybe you aren't. No one has a monopoly on every piece of information, every ability. So we have to learn how to work together. We have to learn how to collaborate. And, you know, we have to learn how to come away and allow our own creative juices to flow, but then come back together with others. Right. So number one, this is the most important thing that um, you need to do if you want to cultivate creativity within yourself. Tap into God's creativity. All of the previously named points are just suggestions, but this one thing here is absolutely important. He is the master creator. God designed the world and then gave humanity charge over it. And part of our charge was to continue creating, which is why you see so many wonderful additions in the world. Connecting with the creator of the universe, the master of the universe, is not only the number one key to increasing your inventive nature, but it's going to activate your creative energy. So if you want to be a great influencer, if you want to be a great creator, if you want to be a great creative, an amazing innovator, a wonderful pioneer, a master artist, tap into God's creative power. His creative power, his creative abilities can never be exhausted for one. They're original, so you don't have to worry about, you know, copying anything. And they're free. That's so legit. So when you ask him for it, he'll gladly share himself with you. So go ahead and just do it. Just open up your mouth and talk. He's there. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this um, episode of my podcast, Seven Ways to Cultivate Your Creative Energy. I like for you to check out something on my YouTube channel. You can go and find me at Lola Kabaya. Also subscribe there. There is um, a playlist that says creatives, creativity, and all things dope. If you go and check out that playlist, there's two videos on there. Both of them are short. One is called Let the Creatives Work. That's by myself. And um, I talk about some really amazing creative people that I identified in the Bible. I was super shocked. And some creative roles that you wouldn't think were really like a creative role, but they totally are. So I encourage you to listen to that because you'll probably find yourself there. And what will really be amazing is if you're one of those people that says, I'm not creative. And then you hear about your role, your function, your job, and you're like, oh my gosh, I am creative. And then there's another video on there by Sean Boltz called The Mystery of Creativity. I actually also have that one on the smokingprofit.com with some amazing commentary that you'll probably enjoy. I'm getting off of here. Please connect with me on social media and I'll talk to you all another time.